Hello and welcome to Christ for Us. I am Pastor James Price of Trinity Lutheran Church in Ottumwa, Iowa. That portion of God's Word which we consider today, the Holy Spirit caused to be recorded in Matthew chapter 25. Jesus said, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore... For you know neither the day nor the hour. On Sunday morning, a little baby girl was baptized. She was clothed in the garment of a virgin attendant at the royal wedding in the kingdom of heaven. And she was given a lamp filled with oil, set aglow by the Holy Spirit himself. With that burning lamp, she will be prepared for the coming of the bridegroom Jesus Christ when he arrives at her death or at the day of judgment, yet only if she keeps her lamp burning. And for that, she needs oil to burn. Baptism indeed saves, but baptism does not save apart from faith. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned, Jesus says in Mark 16. The lamps indeed contain the oil which burns, but when the oil runs out, the lamps are rendered worthless. In order for that baby girl and all of us to be saved, more oil must be added to our lamps so that they stay ever burning. Last week, Jesus taught us how he would judge all nations by separating the righteous from the unrighteous as a shepherd separates sheep from the goats. This week, Jesus teaches us how he will judge the church on earth and separate the false Christians from the true Christians. The ten virgins represent the Christian church on earth. They all have lamps. They all look the same. They are baptized, go to church, at least on occasion, receive communion, identify as Christians, yet not all of them are true Christians. Only those who have oil to burn are true Christians. The oil is the Holy Spirit who comes through the word. The flame is true saving faith which emits hope and love. Now, some will malign the means of grace, baptism, the Lord's Supper, the preaching of the gospel, and will say that these are not what make a true Christian. A true Christian is not what you see on the outside, but the faith that is in the inside, just as the lamps are not what make you prepared for the bridegroom, but the oil. And so they conclude that they don't need baptism or to go to church. Well, it is true that these outward things do not make a person a Christian apart from faith, but this is But this is how God gives us faith and keeps us in the faith. 
You aren't going to say that because the foolish virgins didn't have oil, and so their lamps did them no good, that you don't need lamps at all, as if you can hold the oil in your hand or pocket. That's absurd. You still need the lamps. And so you still need baptism, the Lord's Supper, and to go to church. Yet you need to receive these things with prudence. Oil burns. And so oil lamps need to be refilled. The way we receive oil for our lamps is by hearing the word of God and receiving the sacraments. It is through these means of grace that the Holy Spirit comes to us and dwells in us so that our lamps burn with true faith. The virgins who brought no oil with their lamps were called foolish. The virgins who brought oil with their lamps were called wise. The word there for wise means prudent. It means to have foresight, to think ahead. When wise virgins hear the word of God, they don't let it go in one ear and out the other. As the foolish virgins do, they listen intently and apply God's word to themselves. I've heard people say that they don't get anything out of church. Well, that says a lot more about them than it does about church or the word of God proclaimed there. God's word is always relevant for your life. You are a sinner living on the edge of eternity when within you is a battle between the sinful flesh and the renewed spirit. At any moment you may die or Christ may return. How does God's word not apply to you? How do you not get anything out of the message that Christ suffered and died to take your sins away and that God reckons you righteous for his sake? How do you not get anything out of the fact that Christ here feeds you his very body and blood for the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation? In church, where God's word is proclaimed, the Holy Spirit comes to strengthen the weak so that they may resist the devil and the sinful flesh. The wise virgins get this and bottle up this oil to be used. And the wise do use it. The psalmist declares, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The wise take what they hear on Sunday morning and apply that throughout the week to turn from sin, to repent, to trust in God's grace and to love. Our Lord Jesus says, Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand and it gives light to all the house. So wise Christians live out their faith in their lives, letting their light shine so that people see their faith through their good works of love and give glory to their Father in heaven. The foolish have lamps but no oil. They were baptized, but they let their oil run out. They've heard God's word, but they don't apply it to themselves or take it seriously enough. Scripture warns frequently of those who have received God's grace, yet let their oil run dry. St. Paul writes of the people of Israel in 1 Corinthians 10, For I want you to know, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all, ate the, and, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. They were overthrown because they, were, they became idolatrous, sexually immoral, and discontent with the Lord. They were overthrown because they let their lamps run dry. Jesus warns against this in another parable about the sower and the seed. 
The seed is the word of God, which is sown in four types of soil. The first is the path where the birds devour the seed, which Jesus says is Satan robbing the word from their hearts. The second is the stony soil where the sun scorches the seeds. Jesus says these are those who give up the faith on account of persecution. The third is the thorns which choke the seed. These are those who, where the word is choked out of their hearts by the riches, pleasures, and cares of this world. And finally, the fourth is on good soil and produces much fruit with long suffering and patience. This parable sums up well the challenges to our faith, the reason the oil runs low and why we do not fill it back up again. Satan lies and tells us that the gospel is not important or untrue. You feel like a fool for trusting in Christ. The world presses in on us with stresses and even persecutions for being a Christian, which makes practicing the Christian faith more and more difficult. Eventually, you give up going to church and confessing Christ to avoid the pain it brings. The third group is the most devastating. It is the cares, riches, and pleasures in life. It is the main reason people miss church and why, when they are in church, their mind is somewhere else. The cares, riches, and pleasures of life are the main reason people let their oil pour out instead of filling their lamp and flask. Jesus warns us to stay awake, for we know neither the day nor the hour. You don't know when you will die. You don't know when Christ will return, and when it happens, it'll be too late. So why don't we check our oil today? When each of you were baptized, you were given a burning lamp filled with oil. Well, is the lamp still burning? Or is the flame flickering and dying? Do you have oil? Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? Are you prepared for the bridegroom, Christ Jesus, to come? You can't take oil from someone else. You won't be let in without a flame. The foolish virgins bang on the door with their empty lamps given to them at their baptism, but Christ tells them that he never knew them. They'll say, but we have our lamps. We were baptized. We went to church. We got confirmed. But it won't matter because their oil ran out. They resisted the Holy Spirit and their faith went out. This isn't something to mess around with. We're at the cusp of the end of the age. Christ is coming. Are you ready? Are you awake? Do you repent of your sins? Do you pray God that he will forgive you for the sake of Jesus' bitter sufferings and death for your sins? Are you living according to the word of God and in faith, word and deed, remaining true to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Are you making effective use of the means of grace, gladly hearing God's word and receiving the Lord's Supper faithfully? Are you trusting in Christ Jesus for salvation? Jesus told this parable to wake us up so that we don't have empty lamps. Like virgin attendants locked out of the wedding banquet, hearing the muffled laughter and singing out inside of those rejoicing with the bridegroom, so will they be who let their faith die and the Holy Spirit depart from them. Yet the gospel promises much more than to be more att mere attendants at a wedding banquet. Christ Jesus is the bridegroom. Well, who is his bride? His bride is the Holy Christian Church, the community of saints. When you are baptized and given your lamp of oil, you are not merely an attendant at a wedding, but you are a member of the very bride of Christ, the Holy Christian Church. Christ has purchased you with his own blood. 
so to present you to himself blameless without spot or wrinkle, and he comes to claim you for himself. So let this incur- knowledge encourage you to fill your lamp with oil more and more. Do as the hymn states, hasten as a bride to meet him, and with loving reverence greet him. For with words of life immortal he is knocking at the portal. Open wide the gates before him, saying as you there adore him, Grant, Lord, that I now receive you, that I never more will leave you. Being a Christian isn't just a task you have to do to make sure you end up in the right place, like taking vitamins. Filling your oil isn't a chore. It's the fervent desire of the faithful. You are Christ's bride. He has redeemed you with his blood. Your greatest desire is to be with him. To be locked out of those doors isn't simply to be locked out of a party. The worst part isn't even going to hell. The worst part is being separated from Christ, you, your one true love, who is your head, your bridegroom, your very life. We fill our oil today by coming to church to hear the preaching of God's word and receiving the sacrament because we fervently believe that Christ, our bridegroom, is here filling our oil. We fill our oil by reading our Bibles at home and discussing the faith with our family and friends because we love Christ. We long to be with him. And when this isn't our longing, it's a dangerous sign that our oil is getting low, that we're nodding off to sleep unprepared to rise and enter with Christ. So let us cast aside the vain pleasures of this life which weigh us down and distract us from our Savior. Let us fill our lamps with oil by hearing God's word with prudence, meditating on his word beyond just listening to the sermon, so that our light shines wherever we go. That little baby girl has joined us in waiting for the return of our bridegroom with her lamp filled with oil. Lord, grant that Hers and our oil will not run out, but that we will be found prepared at your coming. Amen. We thank you for joining us today. Trinity Lutheran Church invites you to join us for worship. We worship every Saturday night at 6 and every Sunday morning at 9. We are located on Shawl Avenue in Atumwa. We're the church on the hill overlooking Wildwood Park. You can learn more at christforus.org and then you can find a way to contact me there Pastor James Price I'd love to hear from you please tune in again next week for another broadcast of Christ for Us Christ for Us